0: It is special service in the sense that today is a um, Valentine. It is special because we talk about love and it's special because we are alive, healthy and in the land of the living through the grace of God. Before I introduce my the topic today, which we are all familiar with, I will like us to if you can permit me to look at the history or rather just a brief history of the day we are in today which is the Valentine Day um according to research the history of Valentine Day and the story of its patron saints is shrouded in his in history we do know that February has long been celebrated as a month of romance, and that St. Valentine's Day, as we know it today, contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. But who was St. Valentine, and how did he become associated with this ancient rite? Now, the Catholic Church. Recognizes that at least three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus, all of whom were martyred. One legend contends that Valentine was the priest who served during the third century in Rome. When Emperor Claudius II, II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families he outlawed marriage for young men. Valentine realizing the injustice of the decree defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Somehow, others still insist that it was Valentine's of Therenae, the bishop, who was the true namesake of the holy day. He too was beheaded by Claudius II outside Rome. Why some believe that Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of Valentine's death or burial, which probably occurred around AD. Others claim that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's feast, feast day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia, celebrated at the 80s of February or February 15th. Lupercellia was a fertile festival dedicated to finance the Roman God of agriculture as well as Romanus founder of Romanus and Remus. Whatever minor romantic conditions might have been part of uh, Lupercellia, they did not translate to the new Christian holiday. And we have no evidence of people extending or showing true love, one another on February 14th with the exception of our dear sister. The only thing we can boldly say about Valentine's Day is that it has become an annual multi-billion commercial opportunity for retailers all over the world. Having said this, um, we are not criticizing or rather ruling out but if the intention is genuine, if we celebrate today the love of Christ, it will go a long way in making the difference rather than just because somebody is doing it or the world is doing it. And that brings me to the topic we have today. is the topic we have we all are familiar with. There is love. And I will take the text of today from First Corinthians chapter 13, from verses 1 to 8. Not too long ago, I have shared this with us. And today, being the Valentine's Day, is the very best day to talk about love. It is very, very essential. As I said before, love is one of those widely used but grossly misunderstood. Every human being has the capacity to love and be loved. Love is one of those commodities widely available but scarcely found. Many a times those who have it, lies it wrongly. And those who find found it, it uses it. But to those who truly live by love, it is the greatest and most powerful concept. And as this morning, we are going to look at what love really means. And at the same time, the source and the dynamics of love. So if you can go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter chapter 13, we read from one to eight. Chapter 13 says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding bright or a climbing symbol. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. And though I gave my body to be born, but have not loved, but love, it profit me not. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not often. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek itself. its own. It is not provoked. Think no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Love never fails. Whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether, whether there are tongues, there will speak. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Praise the Lord. Father, Lord, we thank you this morning for who you are and how you've led us. Father, we want to thank you for you are God of love. You are love. You created us in your own image. And because we are created in your image, We are the product of love. We bless your name. Thank you. We ask you to be in our midst, O Lord, this hour. Speak to us in your own ways that your name be glorified. Amen. So, as I said, to start with, what is love? It is proper to understand love from both from both the from both worldly aspect and the the, uh, the Christian aspect. And for us to do that, we go to dictionary and understand it better. The dictionary def- define love as an intense feeling of deep affection, an intense feeling of deep affection, a great interest and pleasure in something, the person or thing that one loves. It can also be described as affectionate greeting and Convert to someone on one's behalf. And the opposite of love is hatred. Now, the one we are interested in, which we are talking about today, is the biblical perspective of love. How did the Bible define love? The Bible defined love as a divine attribute of God. The very nature of God. Please go with me to First John. First John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, verse, verse 7 to 13. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In these, the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world that he might live that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so love us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. Amen. We cannot give what don't have that is certain you cannot give what you don't have and when we come to look at it if we look at our environment if we look at our communities if we look at the church if we look at the larger society we will see that we don't need to search too far for us to see that the missing piece of the jigsaw of peace, unity and harmony, both in our churches, in our families, in our communities, as well as our nation of the earth, we love is the missing piece of the jigsaw to achieving peace and harmony. To live in peace with one another. The world is going, is, the war here and there is as a result of lack of love. Nations are rising against nations because there is no love amongst us. Families are disintegrating because of lack of love. We can go on and on to see that this is what we lack. We might be pretending that we have, that is there. The world might be pretending that there is love, but in reality, there is none. The world is full of hatred. Nation hating another nation, brothers against another brother sisters against sisters, mother, fathers against children. And that is why the world is how it is today. And we are called to make a difference as Christians and believers. The sad and the deplorable state of our world today drives home the reality of absence of love in the heart of man. The horrific news and image streaming from the media is more than enough to justify this. Every single day, there is war and echoes of war. One nation rising against another. Innocent lives, attacks, and taken with impunity. Terrorism within and without. Aggressive paganism. Suppression of truth and justification of atrocious, perversity of the mind, all in the name of equality. Broken homes and marriages have become order of the day. In fact, statistics shows that this generation have the highest rate of recorded domestic violence and, and divorces. As one commentator put it, when we think of the law, it's easy to think about good feeling like we are thinking today about Valentine. But real love is not depending on feelings. It is much more than how I feel about someone. Whether it is romantic love, a member of my family, a friend, a coworker. So often love is given and received based on what I myself. Get out of it. But in reality, it costs something to love someone. If you, the love you have for somebody cannot cost you something, it is not true love. At the very core of true love is self-abnegation, self-denial. It's not an easy thing to love someone, but it is easy to say, I love you. It could even be the hardest thing to do in this very world we are living in. And you might think that you have already given true love. But the truth is, it might not just be enough. We cannot give enough love. Because why? We are drawing, we are tapping from unlimited source, which is God. The love that we have as Christians and believers is It flows from God through us. And it is, that source is unlimited. But it can only flow out of you when you anchor yourself in Christ Jesus, who is the fountain of the true love. John 15, say, John 15, 13 says, greater love has no man than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. It's exactly what Christ did for us. He laid down his life so that you and I can live. laid down his life so that you and I can do well with God. He cleared a way for us to relate to God. He built a bridge with his own life, connecting us with the Father. Therefore, love, even as we are seeing it today, it is more than essential. We cannot do without. Our, our, our peace can never be achieved without law. We cannot succeed without law. We cannot strengthen one another if there is no law. We can do all these things when the love of God, which is the true love, is flowing through us. Love is contagious. Back to our main text, which is first Corinthians chapter 13, 1 to 8. From verse 4 to verse 8, says love. You go through there. You know, love is patient. True love can tolerate pains or suffering without complaining or getting angry. Patient is the key. Love is kind. True love has a gentle, caring, and compassionate heart. It feels your sorrow. Fills your joy. When you have the love of God, which is the true love, agape love. If one of you is suffering, you also will be suffering. If one of you is rejoicing, you also will be rejoicing. For without love, enviousness with sin. And when enviousness creeps in, if your brother or your sister is succeeding, you will not appreciate that. You will will pray that it will not work. But when there is love, even when when the brother or the sister is struggling, your prayer will be, that God will elevate the person. So love is all we need. Love is not envious. True love is content and thankful of its blessings and current possessions. It doesn't envy other people. Another one like it is like love is humble. True love is not proud and boastful. No, it is humble enough to admit its own mistakes and strive to correct them. It also forgives, to get rid of hatred, and enjoy its ownness. When your life is full of joy, when your life, when, when love dominates your life. There is nothing like unforgiving spirit. Whatever, whatever another does to you, you will draw the strength in love and be able to forgive. So forgiveness is the act of love. We talk about Valentine today as millions of people will be celebrating. How many are thinking about forgiveness? How many are thinking about reconciliation? How many are thinking about bringing one another together in unity? uplifting one another, strengthening one another, encouraging one another, forgiving one another. How many countries are willing to reconcile, to make peace with another? As we talk about Valentine today, as people are celebrating Valentine today, still politicians are still passing some cheap political goals against one another. Some people are still maddening their hearts against that person. That is hypocrisy. And hypocritical love is worse than hatred. We should strive to really love one another. As believers, we have it in us. Love is not we, is in us. We are products of love. Therefore, that is what we should give because we can only give what we have. If as a Christian, you have no love, there is question of that. If as a Christian, you don't have the capacity to love, even those that doesn't love you, there is a question mark. Love is respectful. True love, respect, and honor you as a person. It doesn't put you into shame or humiliation. Love is selfless. True love is always thoughtful and concerned of the welfare of its beloved. It's not selfish, it's not inconsiderate and it's not greedy. We are talking about the love of God, the true love, agape love. Love is righteous. True love always does the right thing. It's discipline itself to avoid wrongdoing. In other words, when we are f- uh, uh, filled with love, we can live above uh-huh. We can live a life that people will look at and say, Indeed, you are a child of God. Gone are the days when we have to, as children of God, as believers, gone are the days that we have to take the trials, you know, the the, the, the time to introduce or really like we want to tell people that I am a born again, I am this and that. By your actions, by your show of love, The world will know that you are serving a living God. So love is righteous. It does not not involve or indulge in wrongdoing. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. That is First Corinthians 13, verse 1 to 5. It is not easily anger. It keeps no record of wrongdoing. Anger, as we know, is natural. But the problem is the action that you Take out of anger. That is what makes the difference. So even if you are provoked, but it says it keeps no record of wrongs, which means forgiveness. It did not mean that, that it has to be expunged from your head, from your mind but it says, keep no record of wrongs. That is forgiveness. When you forgive, you move on and forget about that. It's only love can propel you to do that. When there is no love in you, those without love, they keep on. The circle of hatred they found themselves that is where they keep on revolving, they keep on settling, coming back to it, coming back to it. And the more they come back to it, to it the more angry they become and determination to even this That is not Christ-like mind. As believers, we need to forgive in love, we can only forgive when love is in us, when the love of Christ is in us, when we are connected. Love is honest, true love is truthful you love somebody, someone, you don't like to that person. You said the truth, because truth is of the love. It's also an attribute of God. Therefore, it cannot never be separated. You cannot separate truth from God, from love. So, love is honest. It's a happy living, an honest life. It doesn't lie and hide in darkness. Love does not dwell in darkness. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. As is in verse verse 6. Love protects. True love always protects you and wants you to be safe. When you love someone, you can you you will be protected of that person. It is your responsibility because of the love that you have for one another. It is your responsibility. To protect. Your protection might not be that you 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 have to carry guns or weapons around, you know, protecting somebody. No. As believers, you keep the best one another in prayer. Pray for their protection. Pray for their well-being. Pray for their safety. Pray for their success. So true love protects you and wants you to be safe. Love is trusting. Without trust, there is no love. You cannot love somebody you cannot trust. If I have no trust in myself, I cannot even. I cannot love myself when I don't have trust in myself. Therefore, I cannot give what I don't have. I have to trust myself. I have to love myself, so that I will be able to share what I have to others. If it is not in me, I cannot give what I don't have. So true love, trust, it relies and depends on you. It recognizes your ability, your taste, your talents, skills and the good things in you. Love is hopeful. True love is optimistic. It includes you in plans. It sees a bright future for you. So with love, you can see the brighter side of things in the life of others. You can pray for the actualization of their dream. So love is hopeful. It sees a bright future with you. Love is persistent. True love doesn't easily give up. It doesn't if we believe as it is that God is love and that we are fashioned in the image of God, we cannot run out of love. We cannot exhaust the love that is in us. Therefore, It is hard, very difficult to give up easily. Are you struggling in that area? Are you challenged in your relationship? The Bible is saying this morning, work it out. Walk it out, give it on to God. It's not by it's not by your strength, it's not by your mind. Roll it on to God and let Him do the rest. Have it in your mind that it's not by your power, but because you are tapping. From the unlimited source of love, you are able. Roll it on to God. Let Him do the, the, the rest. Love always protects, always trusts, always hope, always persevere. Love banishes fear. True love eliminates fear, anxiety and insecurities that torments one's heart. The insecurities that torments our mind, the insecurities that torments our soul. Love vanishes all this. Love eliminates all this. When we are when we have the love of God, we are bold enough to appreciate one another. We are bold enough to share with one another. There is some some there is a song that said uh, that it is not it is it is not too small. To share. In love, it doesn't mean the size of what you have in terms of finance or whatever. You can help, you can assist. Not looking at how big it is. Not looking at how small it is. When there is love, when you have the love, you can reach out and share with others, irrespective of the little you have or the big you have. And that is God sees to this. God knows about it. And that is why the greatest challenge we have today in our society is absence of love. Because there is absence of love, there is absence of unity. There is absence of appreciation. There is absence of support. You see somebody suffering, it's not your business. But let's cast our mind back to the story of the good America. Even with the hostilities, the relationship then, you look beyond that and help the person that is in me. He saved the life that was our stake. In doing that, he confirmed even the, the priests and those that call themselves the religious leaders. Love concerns all this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. First John 4, 18 says. Love loves even those who don't love it. It says, love loves even those who don't love it. So there is no excuse. He's not in my path. He's not a member of my community. Oh, we have different opinion in this. Therefore, I don't like him. I don't love. I have no nothing to do with him or her. He belong to those groups. He belong to that group. Therefore, it's not my business. No. He says something against me. Therefore, I have no love for him. Or her. I cannot support him because he opposed me. He doesn't seem to love me. Therefore, I'm free not to love him. Or her. But It says, love loves even those who don't love it. True love does not, true love does good things, even to those who hate it. It will love you even though you are treating it as enemy. Love will still love you even those that you see them as enemies. The Bible is telling us to love your enemies. Love those who doesn't love you. That's the message you you have. But to you who are listening, I say, that is Luke 6, Luke chapter six, verse twenty-seven to thirty-three. We don't need to go there. But to you who are listening, I say: love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone if someone slaps you on on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt Luke 6, 27, 33. What is he saying? Love unconditionally. Whether it's your enemy, whether they don't lo- like you, whether it doesn't work out with you, with them. Whether you have different opinion, whether you are, you are you belong to another class or whatever. The Bible said love. Because that's what you are made of. That's your image. That's the image of God. Show them who you are. By loving, you are showing. the the, the image of, you are displaying the image of God, the Christ that dwells in you. The only way to showcase it is to show love. Love is attractive. We cannot show enough of love, especially in the day we are. Love is very, very essential. Why? Because it comes from God. Love comes from God. God is the source, the spring. True love brings you closer to God. True love brings you closer to God. 1 John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God, and knows God. Love makes great sacrifice. True love does extraordinary things. It goes out of its comfort zone, or sacrifices things important to it just to show its love. What is it that you have that you cannot, you cannot share? What is it that you have that you cannot, what, what is it that you cannot sacrifice for the sake of love? True yeah. Do love does extraordinary things. It goes out of its comfort zone. Some can only help when they must have been in certain level. When the level of their success must have gotten to a height. That is when they will be able to help. But notice, it is not too small to share. It can never be too small to share. The the more you love, the more you give, the more you help, the more God gives and elevates you. The more success comes your way. The more favor you attract. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3, 1, Perhaps the most popular verse. It is because of love that God, God gave his only begotten son. Who came to die for, for us? To pave way for us. To reconcile us with God. He did not do it out of profit. He did not do it that you may you may uh, you know kind of give him something. But just to reconcile, to reconcile us with God. Because sin was the demarcation. He came to abolish that demarcation and connect us to the Father. God sacrificed. He sacrificed his own son for us. Christ paid the ultimate price in order for us to be saved. Love loves true, true action. True love is not based on words or hypocritical deeds, but it is based on truthful action. It doesn't only believe or hope, but it does action that will make the things it believes or hopes a reality. Action, not only on promises, because we are free to promise heaven and earth while we don't have it. But true love means you not only promise, you show by action. First John 3, 18, 19 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Love loves itself. True love takes care of itself, not hurt itself. It develops itself to be stronger. Healthier and more capable to continue on loving. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Ephesians five twenty-eight. He who loves his wife Loves himself, and he who hates him, who hates the wife, hates himself. The Bible made it clear here there is no excuse. So, hatred against. Your spouse is is It's like suicidal, so to say. If you ha- if it's, it's self harming, you hate one spouse. You have to love because when you love, it shows that you love yourself. When you hate, you hate yourself. Love binds a person's good virtue in perfect unity. True love transforms you into a whole new and better person. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly love, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness. Humility, gentleness, and patience, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Colossians chapter 3, 12 and 14. In all this, love is what binds them together in perfect unity. Love gives you confidence to face even the end of time. True love keeps you away from sins and cleanses your soul so that you may become confident even on the day of judgment. In this way, love has been perfected amongst us so that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he as he is, so are we in this world. First John 4:17. True love is indeed powerful, and that's why it's not an easy thing to do. Giving pure love involves making great sacrifices and enduring a lot of pain. However, it's rewarded a genuine happiness and fulfillment in life and beyond. That is the result of love, happiness and fulfillment in life, even here and beyond. In conclusion, go with me to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter five. Galatians chapter 5, 13 and 14. It says, for you brethren have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love love one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. He did not just say, love your neighbor. I don't think anybody hates himself, his or herself. We all love ourselves. Now, if we can love others the way we love ourselves, the world will be a better place. If we can relate, or rather treat others the way we treat ourselves, the world will be a better place. Today. There is this story um, about when during the Berlin War, at the at the height of this of suffering enmity and the segregation. The, the people, the eastern Germans, they were so angry, they were so downtrodden. they were so you know, they, were, they were so angry that they went and collect all the cabbages and dump it on the other side of the wall all the rubbish they could afford they dumped it to the west when the other people when the people on the on the west saw what the what the, the, the rubbish the heap of rubbish that was that were that was thrown to them they themselves went and collect flowers they collect flowers foodstuffs and so many good things. And dump it to, de- to them on the other side. And what they put there is, we, uh, we can only give you what we have. So out of anger, because of what they were passing through, those on the, on the on the east, what they have is hatred. What they had was rubbish, nothing good. So that's what they dumped, that's what they gave to those on the West. But those ones enjoying their freedoms, enjoying their the the, the success, the booming that was then, they collected what they have, which is love, the flowers, the foodstuffs. And that's what they gave to those on the, on the east. So that is love the power of love. And shortly after that, the wall of Berlin was pulled down. My brothers and my sisters, we are made of love. We have the capacity to love. We also have the capacity to be loved. Let's give what we have. Let's encourage one another. Let's appreciate one another. Let's also rebuke one another in love. Father Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the words that have gone forth. May you bless it, O Lord enshrine it in our heart. Made us to understand that we are of your own image, your true image. That we should live accordingly. You love us first. You show us how to love. Therefore, move us to love, O Lord. Move us to love one another. That the world will know that we are serving a living God. We thank you. We bless your name. We ask you, Lord, Continue to encourage us. Continue to lead us. Even where we stumble, O Lord, lift us and reposition us. Blessed be name. Thank you for everyone here. Thank you for every family here represented. Thank you for what you are doing in our lives. Thank you for the ones you have in store for us. We cannot appreciate you enough for enough, love. Enough, enough. But we can only say, Father, we love you. We bless your name. And we thank you. Blessed be you, Amen. Amen.